Hi, you're listening to The Advantage Podcast with me, John Kenworthy. Hey there, this is John Kenworthy and welcome to this week's episode of The Advantage Podcast. And this week I'm talking about procrastination, a tool for life. You see, it seems to me that if a tool is so widely used, there must be something to it. As a leadership coach, procrastination is almost always the first thing my clients want to eliminate from their lives. And as you will hear, I advise them not to eliminate the very tool that is there to help them navigate the rough spots in life. The business. Lovely quote from Rita Mae Brown that said, If it weren't for the last minute, nothing would get done. See, think of procrastination as a detour in the road, and the purpose of a detour is to give us a warning. It helps us avoid something unnavigable or dangerous and provides a safer route. Detours usually take a little longer. They circumvent the problem, but in the end, we arrive at our destination unscathed. In most cases, you'll discover that properly employed procrastination, like a detour, will give you an alternate route to the solution of the problem at hand. So why is this a useful tool? What if procrastination was a good thing? we stop beating ourselves up about it and learnt why we do it. See, I often find myself procrastinating whilst my brain appears to be mulling it over and finding solutions to the problem. I think there are three key fears in procrastination that I and my clients experience. And it's three fears The first one is the fear of doing something we don't like doing. We put off something we don't like doing. Sometimes if we procrastinate long enough, it causes another person to do it for us. Sometimes it becomes too late to do it and we end up not having to do it at all. What if instead we looked at what it was we were putting off, determined it was something distasteful to us and immediately found a way to delegate it to another person? There may even be times when it makes sense to decline to do the task. In this instance, it would be important to inform any people that may be depending upon us for the result of the task, but in the end they are better served if we decide and inform them as soon as we know, so that we can get they can get the job completed by someone that will probably do a more complete and honest job anyway. And our reward? The uncomfortable or distasteful task is off our plate and the energy drain caused by its presence is eliminated. The second fear is the fear of not being good enough. Sometimes we find ourselves procrastinating because we are frightened. We may believe we are not capable of completing the task. We may believe we do not have the knowledge or the expertise to complete the project. We may believe we do not have anything of value to contribute. 
We may be frightened of rejection. The project may feel too big to us and we allow ourselves to become overwhelmed with its scope and not able to move forward with the process. Fear is a real emotion and one to be heeded. But the possibility exists to examine the fears and discover the energy behind them. See, if a lack of knowledge or expertise is the fear, we can find ways to gather the knowledge we need or find experts in the particular field to support our work. We may need to request more time for research, but we can move ahead and complete the project. If the fear is that of not adding value or being rejected, We can review our strengths, research, brainstorm and discover a method of adding value that may also eliminate the potential for rejection. And third is the fear of losing options, disguised as indecision. This is often the most damning of all procrastination tactics. Why? Simply because it is very rarely recognised for what it is. Most of the time this is caused by having too much choice. Yes, too much choice, not too little, too much. It is known as the paradox of choice. There was a study back in the year 2000 by uh, Iyengar and Lepper. It's talked about when choice is demotivating. And they found that as the number of choices doubled, the commitment to a decision plunged 50%. You can find yourself resisting moving forward with a project because to do so means leaving an option behind. So there are three fears that we come across. These, the fear of doing something we don't like doing. We don't enjoy it. Or the fear of not being good enough. Whether that's real or whether, if you had a father like mine, implanted within you from a very young age... The biggest one of all for most people is the fear of losing options, the inability to make a choice, to actually leave something behind. But once we know that we are fearful, and if we're procrastinating, we're almost certainly fearful of something, we can name the fear, and then we can often find a solution to its source and eliminate it. There are many reasons we, why we procrastinate, but the above are just a, the few key three fears that I've come across. Think about times when you get stuck or overwhelmed and procrastinating. What are some of your reasons? In most cases, you'll discover that properly employed procrastination, like a detour, will give you an alternate route to the solution of the problem at hand. You can shorten the detour or speed up the process if you treat your procrastination as a tool that can help you through life rather than beating yourself up and wasting time in self-chastisement and self-condemnation. You can learn to use the five steps of using procrastination as a tool for life. First, recognise when you are in procrastination mode. Speak out loud and call it by. Second, congratulate yourself for using so valuable a life tool. Thirdly, take the time to stop, think and look at why you are procrastinating. Fourth, 
take each why and discover solutions to those issues. And once you discover the why, there may be multiple whys, but it's much easier to break the problem into smaller parts and approach each issue. Fifthly, create a strategy and a timetable to carry it out. My challenge to you this week is to begin to look at procrastination in this more positive light. And I think you will discover that it immediately becomes a friend, not a foe, and the energy around it relaxes. Go a step further and begin to employ the five steps to using procrastination as a tool for life. So how do you make procrastination work for you? I'm John Kenworthy. It's been my pleasure to be with you again this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. And please do hit reply to the email if you've got it on email. And if not, drop me a line through the website, through the show notes in the comment section. Tell me what you think of the podcast, what you would like me to cover and any questions that you have. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Advantage Podcast with me, John Cameron. To find out more, visit us at selsin.com.